Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my God! Santa here? I know him. pick this little tree everything i do turns into a disaster i guess i really don't know what christmas is all about isn't there anyone who knows what christmas is all about sure charlie brown i can tell you what christmas is all about the fireside is blazing bright we're caroling through the night making their miracle happen. Behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. There are people that don't have enough to eat, and there are people that are cold. Linus is right. I won't let all this commercialism ruin my Christmas. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here you can... I'll take this little tree home and decorate it. And I'll show them it really will work in our play. Make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. I get it now. Then you, then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. First prize. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's, it's everybody who's got to have this miracle. Oh, well, this commercial dog is not going to ruin my Christmas. And it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you, the miracle will happen, and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not. It can happen every day. You just got to want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. 
You'll want it every day of your life, and it can happen to you. I don't, I believe in it now. I never thought it was such a bad little tree. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. It's not bad at all, really. And I, Maybe it just needs a little love. It's great. It's a good feeling. It's, it's really better than I've felt in a long time. Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Charlie Brown is a blockhead, but he did get a nice tree. Why, of course I am. <laughs> you're Santa. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Happy birthday, of course. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. What's going on here? You stink. I think you're gonna have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. Go. <gasps> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown! Oh, holy night The stars are brightly shining It is the night of the dear Savior's birth Long lay the world In sin and error pining Till he appeared And the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees Oh, hear the angel voices Oh, now Christ was born Oh night Divine Oh night Oh night
to the bottom. Race 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 to the bottom. Booth in chilly and cold and frigid Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm John Reed. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, and you're listening to Race to the Bottom, man. It's not a joke, man. I'm not kidding around, man. Mm. John Coltrane, green sleeves, coming at you. Yes, 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 yes. My opening monologue is sponsored, as always, by Winslow Tea. I'm drinking it right now. Here we go. Mm. Oh, Kent's over there drinking it, too. We got we got some guests in the studio. I'll introduce them in a second. But we're all drinking Winslow, and that's how you know it's Winslow. Uh, hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know. And you can do that. How you know Y O U or how you know they they've got they've uh, copyrighted both of those hashtags. So thank you to Jack Dorsey from Twitter for that. How about that mashup, Son and y'all with that mashup, Son. No Bing Crosby on that mashup because Bing Crosby sucks. Posted that on Facebook this week to get into the holiday spirit. That guy, guy was an anti-Semite. No, I don't even know if that's true. I'm just saying it. Uh, what did we hear? We heard Elf. Uh, the, the One of the most perfect movies of all time. You smell of beef, beef and cheese. You sit on a throne of lies. Santa, I know him. How many classic lines that my wife and I say to each other in can be in, in one movie? Millions. They haven't... They, they have, people haven't seen numbers this high, as our president would say. Um, we heard from Donny Hathaway this Christmas, one of the all-time greats. You know, Mariah just hit number one with um, All I Want for Christmas is You, however many years, 25, 30 years later, after the release, she finally hit number one. Let's do it for Donny Hathaway this year. Everybody go out and buy it at Donny Hathaway this Christmas single. Shake a hand, shake a hand now. My favorite lyric from that song. I guess you're just supposed to go around shaking hands in Donny's Christmas imagination. Shake a hand, shake a hand now. We heard from the Beach Boys Christmas album, We Three Kings. I used to um, play trumpet, We Three Kings, along with my mom playing it on piano. We had a whole whole thing that we would do maybe bust that out i'd have to find a trumpet and i'm not sure that my mom still plays that song on the piano but that that could be pretty sweet right bring some tears to to the eyes of 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 everyone 
We heard uh, from Scrooged, another classic. I can feel it now. I, I, it's the best I've felt in a long time. We heard from Peanuts. What year was Peanuts done at Christmas one? Oh, Speak of the Devil. This is from Peanuts, right? This is Vince Gerardi. No, it's not. Oh, I have it on Shuffle. Oh, this is Aretha. Check this out. Winter Wonderland. Nice. We got a bunch of Christmas tunes coming at you this this hour. And one Hanukkah song. You know which one it will be. Uh, is Listen to it last night. It holds up. Um, and uh, and then uh, wrapping it all up is Nat King Cole with, the, the I would say, the best, greatest Christmas record of all time. His, his Christmas album and the best uh, Christmas song of all time, I would say. Oh, Holy Night. You got the best on best. Best times best. It's exponential up in this piece. And then, um, and that was the mashup. I hope you all are in the Christmas spirit and the holiday spirit and Hanukkah spirit. Kwanzaa. When's Kwanzaa this year? We get it all. I've been in a pretty good Christmas spirit, but I did get um, a, a co-worker brought in. So, you know, people bring in stuff that they bake at home. And this guy brought in some of these, these butter cookies. And it, it tasted, they tasted like... Um, you know when you eat like the green bad part of a lobster? It had that taste to it. It was the most disgusting butter cookie I've ever had in my life. So I dipped out of the Christmas spirit for... I had to put it in a napkin and throw it away so nobody saw it. But, you know, that's what life's like. So we, we, got, some, uh, we got some guests and I'm going to introduce my first guest now. Um... From our sister show, or sis, is it a sister or a brother show? Person. Uh, can you restate your name for the record? <clears throat> yes, for the record, Kent Corin. And the sister slash brother show. <laughs> it's gender fluid. It's very fluid. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Kent? Good, man. Thanks for having me on board. Yeah, is Roscoe here? Um. Yeah, man, I didn't know you needed me for this show, but I can help out if you need it for the Christmas spirit. Nice. Thanks, dude, but you got the, the next hour off. And so this guy, Roscoe, that does... Uh, what's that? Is this mic on? Yeah. Yeah, you're on. All right. Yeah, just yeah, lean go. up into that. <laughs> oh, like this. Um, if, uh, who's the, this guy, Roscoe. So you do Mothers of Connection. It's a Frank Zappa show. Yep. It's Frank Zappa. More than anything, it's a music show. And, uh, yeah, we connect Frank to a whole bunch of, uh, musicians that he's played with, plus genres, plus all the different kind of themes of the week or whatever's going on. Today was his birthday, but I digress. Uh, so Roscoe, yeah. I needed a little help, you know, as an engineer and I put out a Craigslist. And uh, he showed up one yeah. day and was like, "Man, I'll just I'll just help you out." And uh, he'd been crashing on my couch, going through a tough time. Yeah, his cars in the shop and so forth. Okay. So um, yeah, we just sort of adopted him. He's just kind of my buddy now. He, he's not my buddy. He accosted me in the bathroom. 
I, uh, I talked to him about that. He's yeah. just super friendly. He's glad to be part of the Radio Free Brooklyn family. Yeah. He just kept saying you, you need to get on the air, and I was I was doing something else. Well, he's old school, man. He's like, he was from variety shows and stuff, like, did a lot of nonprofit drugs. and drugs. Mostly drugs. <laughs> <laughs> nonprofit and drugs. Yeah. Might Very be the... 70s. Yeah, that might be the the name of uh, this this show, this episode. Non <laughs> somewhere that's drugs. a show waiting to happen. Yeah, nice. And and then um, and and you are are uh, what, what's what's your take on the holidays this year? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I so I celebrate Hanukkah, but I don't shy away from Christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> why would you? Yeah, it's. Uh, man, we got a tree right now, my wife and I, and uh, it's beautiful. I dig it. But my religion is, if I were to really go all in on it, and I do from time to time, it's more, a little bit more cultural for me. Yeah. But Hanukkah's cool, too. Um, we say the, say the prayer over the candle last night. Of course, I had to look it up on uh, on Google just to familiarize again. Uh-huh. But no, I, <laughs> I, I know my Hebrew, and um, I like Hanukkah. Yeah. yeah. I got a, a box for my comic books last night, my first gift. Oh, cool! So nice. Yeah, they're a little. They can be underwhelming Hanukkah gifts sometimes, but they can also be very functional. Yeah, well, you got to stretch them out over uh, eight crazy nights, right? Yeah, Adam Sandler coined that one, right? I mean, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I I'm super jealous of Sandler because he's able to sort of own Hanukkah, and I was telling you before that I had a Hanukkah special. Yeah, in fact. I wrote a screenplay. Who the hell does that? We're talking candles and dreidels and menorahs. And was like, this is going to be a hit. You should do it, man. You should go fund me that. Maybe it's time to go fund that. Yeah. I'll I'll pitch in on that. Throw in some gelt. Yeah. I'll throw in at least five bucks. You know what gelt is? The Hanukkah gelt? Yeah. It's the, the chocolate coins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious how... I feel like Hanukkah does not get much love well you know kent i um my wife always makes fun of me for saying this but i did grow up with i had a lot of jewish friends she thinks it's that's impossible because i grew up in norfolk virginia but there's actually a, a very large jewish community i grew up going to the jcc because my i think dr dad is going to call in in a second dr dad wouldn't let us there was a um <clears throat> a country club that all my friends went to but this country club would not allow uh blacks or jews up until like the mid 90s so my dad was not cool with us going there um took Hmm. a principled stand which i you know appreciate my sister didn't appreciate it at the time because she just wanted to hang out with her friends that were all at this country club so he we signed up for the jcc and i think this is the man Right now, I'm uh, I'm going to take this call, and then we also have to get uh, Trizel up on the mic, too, in a second. But uh, in the meantime, uh, race to the bottom. It's Dr. Dad. Uh, we were just talking about you, Dr. Dad. Huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I enjoyed your music. Uh, brings back memories of growing up in an evangelical kind of community and uh have mostly positive feelings about it uh, oh wow you're jumping right in okay we're, <laughs> we're, it's going like that i was gonna ask you first about your um 
You remember how you wouldn't let us go to the uh, to the country club? Um, yes, I do. Um, to talk a little bit about your your thought process behind that. Well, they wouldn't. Uh, they didn't have any Jewish members or or black uh, people, and I thought, look, I'm not going to support this this uh, place by have by allowing my kids to join it and so i didn't i will that that's you know i'm just very inclusive in my view of people there's a there's a friend's uh, statement uh that they live by which is there is of god in everyone and if you really uh believe that then everybody is welcome everybody is precious everybody is valuable and there shouldn't be these uh, divisions within our within within us within the human uh, the human uh, species well but well put dr dad um and so so we we grew up going to the jcc i uh, learned about uh hanukkah and about gelt and dreidels and uh, the the whole the whole bit i learned how also how to swim in the jcc pool um and uh, I had a bunch of bunch of uh, Jewish buddies, and I and I'm thankful for that. That's you know that's been a, a formative part of my life. Yeah, good multiculturalism. It's uh, it's the best way to be. Just enjoy getting to know everybody with their religious and cultural backgrounds and. Uh, you know, it's just like being an anthropologist. You're interested in all different cultures. So, on that note of being interested in, in different cultures, take us back, Dr. Dad. Take us back to 1945, uh, 1943, uh, when you, you were born into, a, uh, into an evangelical family. And then at the age of five, you were whisked away to India. From age five to nine, uh, correct me after I, I give this uh, thumbnail sketch here. Age five well, to nine uh, in India, yes, doing uh, after. Connect, correct me after I do the thumbnail sketch, please, sir. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, age five to nine in India, um, in the Maharashtra district, trying to um, to uh, minister to the to the heathens of of India. Um, the word of the Lord, and then you came back to Michigan, and your uh, your your dad and and mom and and the the whole gang was trying to get some more money for their next trip, and they they finally got their next mission to go to Hong Kong when you were like twelve, and you were there from twelve to sixteen, and you were Correct. bringing the Lord uh, to the to the people of Hong Kong. Um, the Hong Kongers, as they're right. called. Um, so, correct me. What did I miss? No, it's all correct. That's just that was my life growing up. So, growing up in in that uh, milieu, you like that word, milieu. Yep. Um, growing up in that environment, what what was Christmas like? to you in, in as a seven-year-old boy in, in India or a 13-year-old boy in Hong Kong? 
Well, there was a sense that we had the truth and we, we were trying to share it with other people, uh, that the central uh, uh, truth was that God had come <clears throat> to uh, visit the earth through his son uh, and uh, that we needed to tell people about this wonderful news. And uh, and so it felt very good. It felt like, you know, we knew exactly what we needed to do and say. And, uh, you know, we're, it, it was a good feeling. So <clears throat> I know that in a lot of really kind of, um, I'm looking for the right, look very traditional or very i don't want to say extreme but in in very observant uh christian uh traditions that christmas is not like a you know doesn't have all the bells and whistles was was that your kind of kind of experience or did you guys do have the stockings in the in the christmas tree would try to pull that together in in these foreign lands we we didn't have any. There's no pine pine trees in India, <laughs> so we didn't have a we didn't have a tree. We we had a few gifts that would come mailed to us, and you know I I remember just you know, uh, Lincoln Logs was a wonderful gift. I spent hours building different uh, uh, you know structures with it and uh, so on. But basically, all around us, it was just the same. Nobody was celebrating it. Okay. So, so yeah, so a different, and then, and then when you got back to the United States and you experienced your first Christmas fervor of how we do it in the States, a thing that you've talked to me a lot about is kind of this kind of permanent culture shock that you've lived with because you never, you were kind of a man without a country. What did it feel like when yeah. you, uh, when you experienced the, the full blown, American style Christmas. It was overwhelming. I mean, you go to church a bunch of times, and there's presents and all kinds of extra food and and the the, the music. It was it was a good feeling. So and then I, you know, it, we're getting more candid than we usually do on this show. People accuse me of sometimes having like characters call in the show, which is not the case. This show is. 100% real, but we're, we sometimes are a little tongue-in-cheek. But today, I, I want you to get as real as you feel comfortable to telling telling us about your your kind of move away from uh, the church and what that experience was like uh, for you. Well, there's an expression that says that you swallow your parents whole— and then you spend about 30 years of your life digesting them. In other words, you take in the good things and let the, the stuff that you don't agree with or you don't find healthy, just let it go. And um, I spent about 30 years digesting, you know, God, if you will, trying to figure out what, what of this do I believe and and so on. I've, I've come to some conclusions. I think that God, as I understand God, is is way too big to fit into any one religion and uh you know when you're too bound to one uh, religion you tend to be uh unaccepting of other people so so i i i like to think of it that way and that phrase there is of god in everyone is really i think very helpful because it it uh it it blocks that 
us good them bad um, attitude that that uh, that people have. One time I was lying there, get, trying to get to bed and sleep, and I thought, Dave, you believe in language, don't you? You believe in music, don't you? Okay, well then, don't you believe in religion? Because religion is really a way to communicate. It's the way people uh, communicate to each other. So when you say, I'll be praying for you, it basically means, uh, you know, I care about you, I'll be thinking about you, and God bless you, as I wish you well, and uh, so on. And just like... <clears throat> um, Language can be used in both constructive and positive ways and very negative, uh, hateful ways. Similarly, religion can be used in a very uh, wonderful way to create beauty. And, and so, for example, the Chris, Christmas, I think it's like a metaphor for peace and joy and love and hope and <clears throat> new birth and being part of a community. Hanukkah, same thing. Uh, and so in that sense, religion, whether you believe in actual God or not, if you could just join in with that, with those good vibrations, uh, religion can be very positive. Well, you, as I've said it before, Dr. Dad, from your lips to God's ears. Um, and man, you, you really, uh, you really hit the nail right on the head. Um, and um, any any final thoughts? I'm I just I was gonna ask you what as you know as somebody who's not a a, a full on believer what what the holidays are like for you now, but it seems like you've already answered that question. Right, I I, I like joining in with it. It's it's just such a wonderful time if if you can get in the spirit of it and uh, the like that song you had earlier. If we can just have those values spread across the other 364 days of the year, wouldn't it be a much better world? Well, Doctor Dad, uh, I agree, and and thanks thanks a lot for the call. And and I'm I'm going to be seeing you uh, tomorrow. Get on a bus oh, and, and head, wonderful. Can't head wait. to uh, head to your neck trip. of the woods. All right, buddy. Okay. All, All right. right. Bye. 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 You, your doctor, my dad, Doctor Dad. Let's listen to a little Otis Redding, and then we'll um, we'll uh, bring in our our guests and 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 kind of digest. Wait, I'll I'll have, eat. What did he say? I'll digest. You swallow your parents whole and then digest them. Yeah, for thirty years. Yeah, I'm gonna start digesting my dad after this <laughs> Otis Redding. Here we go. For my baby and for me, ha ha ha. Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice? For all those good old friends, I love you, baby. Rest of my life. Merry Christmas, girl. Merry, merry, merry Christmas, baby. Should it? Otis. All right. Um, 
Where so we got we have another guest here, uh, who is a new member of the of the Radio Free Brooklyn community. Terzel, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going going well. What do you think of that phone call from do- my uh, your your doctor, my dad, Doctor Dad? Uh, he uh, he gave a lot of insight into a lot of uh, very important life topics. Actually, when he said you digest your parents for thirty years, then he said that. You ingest God, and then you digest it for thirty years. Like you know, that's that's really complex, and it's, and it's accurate. Well, I wouldn't know because I haven't even been alive for thirty <laughs> years, but uh, it seems accurate. So, uh, what's what's your if you don't mind me asking, what's what's your kind of uh, faith journey looking like these days? Uh, I, I I bounced around a, a few times uh, in college. I was uh-huh. uh, tried the Catholic uh, route, and then I I tried to go to uh you know different uh religious groups to sort of figure out what fit best for me mm-hmm. uh, but i grew up uh baptist and uh, mm-hmm. going to church and you know doing that whole thing but at, at a certain point you have to find things for yourself yeah uh and especially in college where it's like uh you know you have so many ropes that are pulling you in a certain direction you have to sort of steady yourself and figure out what's best for you so i, I tried that in college Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good. What do you think, Kent? Yeah, I was just thinking. <clears throat> it was great to to hear that. Uh, <laughs> thinking about Hanukkah, I still feel like I don't know. It's a really it has a really beautiful story that's rarely spoken about. Why don't you speak on that, bro? <laughs> I'm going to preach a little. Yeah. Um, the reason I know so much is because of that. <laughs> screenplay that I was writing <laughs> but yeah it was from what I remember uh, it might be a little rusty around the edges that's my job brother let me, let me take this man he also goes by rusty uh, the Maccabees were this family have you ever heard of the Maccabees or mention of them probably at the JCC there's yeah. probably a couple yeah there's the song outs. Return of the Mac <laughs> right Return of the Mac yeah. you can do so many great things with, but they were basically fighting, defending the religion from King Antiochus, who was trying to get away, get them to all um, convert to Hellenistic, mm. which is many gods. So everybody gets a god, but this is just a monotheistic, from what I remember. And, you know, there's a whole, you remember the oil mm-hmm. lasting eight, eight days and yeah. nights. There, I think there's like a misconception there. I'd have to pull it up, I'm sure. <laughs> It's kind of been debunked by now, but it's well, a good story. Actually, yeah, actually, um, <laughs> hold on. Do we have a, a guy here? <laughs> and that was actually seven and a half days and uh, eight nights. <laughs> and they did have electricity then. So, um, you know, I was looking for like one of those, you know, how everyone has those screensavers of the, f- the fireplace. Yeah. Like, where's mm. my menorah screensaver? I couldn't. Oh yeah, you know what I've been noticing. So this is interesting. This is really interesting. Um, no, so everybody has these um, these like electric menorahs, right? That you plug in, but and we have one in my building, and my wife's best friend called the front desk because they just plugged it in, and all eight candles. Are, were lit up and also this was like at the beginning of december and she yeah. was like well actually <laughs> you know but it's true it's it's supposed to be one you light one each 
each day. And this also at my school, there's a menorah. Same thing. They just plug it in, and they're all they all light up. Yeah, I think Hanukkah's like it's the holidays and a little bit of Hanukkah. Yeah. Meanwhile, it takes up eight full days, as our our holidays are pretty long. Passover's twelve. Yeah. You know, and you it's just the lack of patience that people have. Like they just have to. Is yeah. That what, yeah. Just plug it in. Just it says. It uh, I got a checkoff list here. It's uh, put up the lights, put out the frosty, and plug in the menorah, whatever. Yeah, but it is. It's every every night, um, eight nights. That is crazy nights. Um, cool. So, um, let's let's keep talking. But I I got to uh, we got a we got a sponsor that's sponsoring our show. Um, and this is an older sponsor, but they're back. Do over meal systems. You ever hear like listen to the radio or listen to podcasts and they talk about these meal systems? Oh yeah. Um, this is do over meal systems. Uh, it's a kind of a weird concept, and I hope they. I'm gonna say I hope that they changed their ad because their ad previously had some overtones of like really kind of traditional gender roles that I found just antiquated and offensive. So. We'll see. You know, I'm I'm happy to have them as a sponsor and uh, as a sponsor of the show and also the the radio station. And and if you want to donate to uh, where we are 100 percent funded by listeners like you. Right. Yeah. So uh, do over meal systems is going to um, uh, we're going to hear from them. And then I got a couple things to recommend. And then I think we have another phone call. But Miranda. I'm frankly tired of your meatloaf. Ricotta stuffed shells again? Jeez Louise, Lanny. Sounds like the family's tired of your leftovers. Might I suggest a do-over? That's right, do-overs, powered by Amazon Prime. The process is simple. Cook too much? Just freeze it, package it, and send it. Then, voila, as if by magic, someone else's scrumptious leftovers will arrive not fresh, but fresh to you. Just unwrap them? Unthaw them and get ready for an unbelievable home-cooked meal. Some of our fam favorites are ricotta stuffed shells, beef stroganoff, savory meatloaf, turkey casserole, spinach casserole, ham casserole, and creamy tuna casserole. Turn your leftovers into a do-over. Log on to doovermealsystems.com and enter race to the bottom at checkout for a free 10-month trial. Do-over meal systems. Turn your leftovers into a do-over. Powered by Amazon Prime. Race to the Bottom Industries. Uh, good morning. Is this John Reed? Hey, yes. Hi, it is. Um, is Who's this? Is this Jay? This is Jay. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, top of the morning to you. I was I was told to play it straight this morning. Yeah, you your voice sounds like some callers we've had in the past. Uh, but purely but, coincidental. Yeah, purely purely coincidental. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jay, you've you've been a part of the show for in in this iteration and then the previous one in in Asheville yeah. on Asheville FM. And uh, I I wanted you to call in. You know. I, I don't know if you got a chance to hear Dr. Dad uh, talking about his faith journey or or, the, or us in the studio, but I just kind of wanted oh, yeah. to do an honest show about how we we feel as human beings on this crazy spinning marble. And <laughs> what if I was just serious? 
Uh, no, but I am serious. How you know how we feel about about being uh, humans and and having you know the uh, holidays come around each year. And and I wanted your uh, you to call because you are a man of the cloth. I I am a man of the cloth. <laughs> um, and and you know that that's in contrast to being a man of the world. Yes. They they do set yeah, up that dichotomy so, quite a quite often. Yeah, Doctor Dad, I think would be a man of the world. Mm-hmm. Are and you being serious yeah, right now? So. I am being serious. Okay, so speak on that. Serious. Yeah, well, I got that from I Sinbad. He says, "Speak on that." Sinbad I'm, says that. Yeah, I'm going to stop interrupting you, but just speak on that. No, I just I thought it was interesting. Um, when he described, you know, interacting or, 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 or looking at the world like a, a sociologist studying the, um, studying the diversity in the world, yeah. like a sociologist and, you know, um, and just kind of in my own mind, um, maybe contrasting that a little bit with like, I don't know, maybe picking a piece of, the the experience of the world and kind of like saying okay I'm gonna I'm gonna dive deep into that experience okay and um and see what that holds you know if that makes sense I don't know if that makes sense so you're you're um, saying that you you what you've done is is picked picked a tradition picked a a a piece of the world and and gone with it right. Right. Like if, yeah, I mean, that, my analogy is definitely like if, if religions are a language, like I'm studying this particular language because mm-hmm. um, I'm not very, to be frank with you, I'm not very good at languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I got to do one, I got to do one, you know, and at least try to learn it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to be very skilled. I'm not going to be very skilled at multiple languages. Um, but I think I can appreciate, uh, languages that I don't speak better when I understand my own. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you understand where like, I'm going here? grammatical yeah. rules and stuff. Yeah. So let's, let's exactly. So, um, you, let me give a thumbnail sketch of, of your, uh, your deal, uh, and you okay. can correct me after I when I, after I'm done, please. Um, after you're done. So you were <laughs> you. Um, I actually don't. I don't know it as specifically as my dad's story, but I do know that at some point you were um, kind of in the nonprofit world, and um, you you've always mm-hmm. been a, a philosophical minded guy, and and maybe had some. Uh, Christianity in your life, but then at some point you decided that you were going to go uh, to divinity school, uh, maybe four or five years mm-hmm. ago, and and then um, you you did it and you did it up, and now you are back in Western North Carolina, and you are an Episcopal priest. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. and so you are. Um, so not only. I'm interested in your take on this because not only are the holidays, you not only do you have your personal um, 
interaction with the holidays, but you have to figure out how to translate the holidays to your uh, parish. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're weird. Like, it's weird. Yeah. The, just the whole, um, I mean, on the on the um, Christian um, tip, I feel like a youth, a bad youth pastor right now. <laughs> Kids, let's get on the Christian tip. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah, but just in the Christian tradition, I mean, it's it's like it's a weird concept. What um, is weird? The idea that like infinite God became finitely human like mm-hmm. that's not possible you know logically speaking that's not possible um it's no more possible than you know one day's worth of oil lasting seven days yeah you know um well actually no sorry well actually <laughs> it exactly was, so it was a morning and uh, it was two it was it was nine mornings and seven day nights and and the calculation of this, yeah. Um, and even if you know we come up with, I come up with some sort of explanation of how that's possible. Yeah. Like, who gives a crap? Yeah. Right. Like, so what difference is it? So I guess there there are those two pieces in terms of like my what I feel like is my responsibility as a. Um, like a preacher and that sort of thing. And also there's just like being with this group of people who, who I love, who are all, you know, like the holidays are so attenuated with expectations Mm -hmm. and all these different things. And just trying to help people just say, you know, take a deep breath. (laughs) It's going to be okay. So I guess there's, there are both of those pieces involved yeah um in the holidays in my current role so how's um, the, how's it going um i'm tired i'm a little tired i'll be honest with you mm-hmm. um i've got uh i've got things right before christmas eve things actually kind of start to slow down a little bit so i can spend a little bit more time with like what is the message that I want to try to communicate uh, and and tie it into people's experience? Yeah. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm looking forward to that piece of it. I, um, I feel like a thing that I would maybe enjoy about being a, a, a preacher is, is kind of writing my, the process of writing my, my sermon. I feel like it's mm-hmm. not, dissimilar to having a radio show and and i kind of write my radio show each week oh totally yeah yeah um and coming back to these same themes and saying okay where am i with this Mm -hmm. right now and again you know does this offer anything to the people and especially on a time like christmas eve does this offer anything to the people who like this is the only time they're going to show up Mm mm-hmm for the next 12 months, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I can, I, I could get like, I could get pissy about it if I wanted to, but 
that's not really going to offer any sort of um, <laughs> any sort of help to people who are trying to figure out how to live yeah. in the age of Donald. Uh, excuse me, omelet bar. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. It, yeah. It, it it's got to be it's got to be tough. Um, oh yeah. Uh, here we go. How, how do you feel about those uh, people requesting baptism? Uh, the, the people who come there like once a year on Christmas and, and they want to get baptized. How do you feel about uh, proceeding with that? Bring, <laughs> bring it on. I mean, I don't <laughs> know what bring, and, and and I'll have a conversation with folks about that. But uh, so I'll get some information from them, you know, but I don't know what's bringing them to that point. And it's not. Um, I mean, it could be, I could be the, the gatekeeper, but then that becomes about my ego and, um, right. you know, so if, if somebody feels, um, feels moved to get baptized or whatever, I mean, I want to have a conversation to make sure that we might have a similar understanding of what they're doing, but, you know. I am not the gatekeeper of their experience with the Holy, you know? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I should not be in the way there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. like a, a personal um, uh, choice of yours. It's more like uh, a personal choice of theirs. Right? You're just a facilitator. Yeah. Yeah. And I would want them to understand. So this is, and this is the piece and this again, going back to, uh, Going back to Omelette Bar, there was a um, an editorial in the past couple of days by uh, an evangelical magazine. Yeah, E.T. Um, exactly. <laughs> E.T. dunked on C.T. Yeah. Hey, kids, we're going to get hip to the, to the Jesus vibe here. No. Um, so... Uh, the one part of their statement that I was most kind of like, eh, is when they were talking about, well, consider how your support for the president reflects on um, the language they use as your witness, how, how people see your relationship with your Lord and Savior. And I was kind of like, okay, but the, the use of your mm -hmm. instead of our implies that this is just like I'm getting my card punched. It's just uh, an individual consumer thing. And I guess that's the one piece of, of baptism that I want people to understand. It's like we're taking this on as a community. Mm. You know, this is not just one individual's like ticket to ride. Um, but this is more like what we are trying to do together. Because I think Dr. Dad's right. I mean, if every day could be like, if we could treat e each other every day like folks treat each other around the holidays, that'd be awesome. Right. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not capable of doing that. Yeah. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm a putt. <laughs> um, so I, we as a community, that's that, like that's the project that we're working on, um, mm -hmm. and if it were easy, people would just do it. So, well, I, this has been uh, really, really interesting. 
uh, Jay, and I, I'm really happy that you called in and happy to yeah. have, have you um, be a part of the Race to the Bottom community uh, for all I this, feel like we're wrapping all this up time. Here. Yeah, we're signals that you're yeah. ready to go. Well, I haven't I haven't spoken my piece. I got to I got to I Oh, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm going to yeah. do a little a thing here. I'm looking forward to the John Reed summary. Okay. Yeah. All right. I Yeah, well, I'm, yeah I'll try I'll try my best. And that's kind of my right. my theme. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Merry Christmas. Peace be with you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That was cool, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so here's what I think. I was telling, uh, I was telling Kent uh, when and 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 Terzel when when I was uh, when I was playing the mashup at the beginning of the show that I was I was uh, I got choked up doing that, especially with the Bill Murray talking about you know. There's people out out there who are having a hard time, and I think what you know, I'm I'm not really a religious person. I I'm not sure. I I I guess agnostic would be the the closest to my thing. But what kills me in a good way about, and I feel like I I hear it in in the striving of a lot of the the. These the best Christmas music or the best movies is this is this striving is this desire to have everything be okay um, and there's just so much incredible pain in the world um, and in my family and in all of our hearts and in, in our country and in the world and there's so many displaced people both physically and, and within inside themselves and um, so much injustice. And I, I feel, I feel like the striving of, of the, the gospel and the, the Christmas story and so much of the art and music that people make about this, that comes around every year. That's, that's what I love. Um, and that's that's what gets me uh, gets me choked up, you know. Um, and to me, you know, I do politics on the show pretty regularly, and to me, politics is kind of where it goes um, in my mind because you know what Doctor Dad alluded to. You know, both my parents kind of left the church, but um, my grandparents. And my cousins and aunts and uncles never did. And not only are they Christian, they're conservative Republicans. And I feel like a lot of their vision of the gospel gets funneled through a right-wing lens that I feel I personally feel like is the exact opposite of Jesus's message of compassion and, and care for the poor and for the least among us, you know, anyone who's okay with kids being separated from their families at the border and then calls himself uh, a devout Christian and wants to preach the gospel to me. It, it's makes my stomach turn. So that's where I'm at. Uh, politics is, is, um, 
you know, unfortunately, you can't extract it um, from this time of year. But that's why I just go back to that striving of just trying, trying to reach God, whatever that means. And uh, I wish um, I wish you all luck with that. Um, thanks to Kent and to Terzel and to Dr. Dad and to Jay and to everyone listening. Um, next week, it's going to be the mashups. I won't be here, but, but it's going to be an hour long mashup of the mashups, uh, for your, for your new year's listening. And, uh, on that note, thank you, Giselle. Thank you so much. And, uh, we got Crime Talk BK coming up. Yeah. And, uh, I will see you all in the new year. Happy new year. Yeah. See you in the new decade. All right. Peace. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from 1 to 92 Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to you